on a very special episode of Perverted Podcast. <laughs> Will Tiger find love with Mew and Bunny? Oh, we need like organ music. <laughs> Tune in as it unfolds on Perverted Podcast. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted podcast. Scared that your desires might be strange? podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted podcast. Oh my god! Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Perverted Podcast, the show where we enjoy the adventures, explore the adventures of kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. We enjoy them too, recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of a crowded studio audience. Hello, perverts! We are at show 147. There is a lot of fun stuff that we're going to get to today, and uh, especially later, as promised, uh, the lovely, gorgeous, sexy tiger is here, along with the gorgeous, sexy bunny and Mew. And they are going to be uh, hopefully having a little bit of a, a little bit of time little later, girl fun. which is uh, very exciting because uh, Tiger hasn't been here in a while and she's been very busy with other things. And so she wanted to do something special when she came back. And mm. if I am correct, you have never actually had sex with women before. You've kissed some women, but you've never actually had. So this will, this will be your first, um, <laughs> your first sexual experience with females. So that's going to be actually very, very exciting. Uh, we're going to do a little bit at, uh, at the end of the show. And all the other stuff that's going on. Kathy, what's going on with you? Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why is Creepy again in the uh, hot seat? I don't know. He just goes and sits there. there's like no room there. in the love lab. So he, <laughs> he just, just the best. It's the, in my opinion, will be the best view. That's it. So, so this purely selfish, so this is so yeah. this isn't about. It's not hey, about us. I have some great information to give <laughs> no, our fine I perverted did, podcast listeners. Cut. It was cut. Oh, so. oh. So yes, I understand. Creepy. Oh my god. Very glad you're in the chair. Very I, very I glad. So Kathy, what is really surprise possible. dick strikes again? I've been getting a lot of surprise dick, and I don't understand what. Just happened. and yes, it pops out at me. <laughs> I think I'm not that kind of dick. Creepy's got a dildo. He keeps it just wiggles at you, and it's like one of those little toys that you. Wind up. Can I fuck your mouth, Kevin? Oh my god, now I'm gonna hear that waddles every time I see Creative Explorers. Waddles across the floor at you, hops does that little hop at the end of the map. No! No! And then it hops to your feet and it goes to your feet. And then it like limps over your chest. And then it like just on in your ear, just the tip. It's like a horror movie, like it just goes in your ear and it's just like I love you. I Stop love you. it. I give you penis kisses. <laughs> penis Let me put kisses. it in you, Kathy. Stop it, both of you. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Wait, you got to make that into a ringtone. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> hey, if you're not prepared for dick, <laughs> it's not always such a great experience. <laughs> you I would know. You have an interesting relationship I with know. Creative Explorer, Kathy. I don't expect it there, and then suddenly it's there, and he doesn't give me any heads up. It's like, bam, there's a the dick. <laughs> heads up, get it? God, bad. Don't you boo me? Oh, that's great. <laughs> yes. I want to know why Unger just n- it rejected us last week and didn't even show up. Unger? Yes, Boogie. Um, why did you reject <laughs> <laughs> Why did you reject us, Kathy said? I, I, you left me alone in the chat room. It was I didn't dark. reject you. I was Scared. busy. You blew us out for, for money? I, I was not at that point being paid for the work I was doing because I am salaried. <laughs> so you blew us out for nothing? Uh-huh. <laughs> I like getting you, blown I, for nothing. I, 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 actually blew, I actually did not come for my own peace of mind and reducing my own stress so I don't kill everyone. Wow. Uh, I think that was some just bullshit, but it confused me enough for me to say, okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good work, Unger. So, so I did job, like, like start just going off and destroying everything in the love lab. Which I think, not in the love lab. Why yeah. would you destroy Because I'd be here while I was stressed and thinking about these things. Well, then I'm uh, kind of glad. I'm kind of glad you if just. If only uh, we had separate rooms that people can enjoy that destruction. Wouldn't it be great if we had like an ogre room that literally <laughs> yes. had a microphone embedded into the wall with right. like steel grating and Unger everything could just. Everything would be padded like a padded and, room. And Unger could just break shit. 
We just give them shit the whole show to just break uh, and smash. Well, I spend the time padding it. I'd rip it apart. Oh, my See, God. See, and that's, that's fine. That's I, good. But for now, I think it's very good that you decided not to stay here and, and break the shit. That's okay. true. I appreciate right. that. But you're back now, and you're in the chat room. Is there for anything going on in the chat today, room? Um, we're, well, Sticks is giving play-by-play for things that haven't happened yet. What? Sticks? Very good, Sticks. Sticks is, like, sitting doing? in the room. All right, ready here. He's ready, ready <laughs> He's for the magic. The He's giving the He's pre-game. He's just making up shit. <laughs> the pre-show, the pre- the pre-game show. It's like, like oh my an god, universe, and like it's happening buff. right here in front of us, but we Tones. don't see it. You and I are oblivious. That's yeah, actually yeah, yeah, every show too. So there's three of us in the chat. Isn't at the that moment. what every show? You know why? At least you haven't been feasted on by alien fucking spiders all week. Oh, I swear spiders. to God. Look at this. Look at my arm. Do you see that? That is a huge you see that? fucking yeah, yeah. spider Yeah, yeah, and then bite. you see that other one on there, and then I have one on my back. But you know what the one you don't see? The one on your ass? You don't see the giant fucking one on my ass that I can't even sit down because some spider decided. <laughs> and Bunny, bless her heart. <laughs> bless Bunny's heart. Like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I can't even sit down to poo. I get nothing. It's just, I'm like, ah, oh my God. It's just, been, you know, between the shoulder and the arm and fucking everything. Now it's spider bites. All over. I and and so I went to battle with the spiders two nights ago because I woke up and I'm allergic, so I know I'm going to turn into leather and it's like all shitty. And so I'm like, "Fuck these guys, man!" And and Muse just like, you know, are you going to spray it? And I go, "No, I got another oh. idea." Oh. oh no! So I got my alcohol torch that I use oh. that spits giant fireballs of fire because you know I don't want to sleep on raid, you know, on 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 bug killer. Yeah. So I'm so I said if it's fucking there I'm gonna torch that bitch and I just <laughs> so you know it, it might have you know curdled the <laughs> the blankets a little bit. Are you insane? Mm, and no. so I thought that was enough. Oh, but then apparently this morning I wake up and my ass like literally like you can see the bite seven feet away from my ass. That's how much of my ass is now. Just wow. spider bit. It is. Spider and he's like, I want to see it. I'm like, no, baby. Oh. I got to keep a certain Will you show level. Us? Uh, no, I got to keep <laughs> a certain I don't want to see it. No, Kathy. I do. No. So on top of everything else, <laughs> fucking spiders. Giant ass eating spiders. Yeah, ass eating spiders. <laughs> that bite helps you deal with mental herpes. Let's put a logic condom on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king shaming world. That's the side one. Why, you're oh my God. Why, are you, why is it circled? You don't know. <laughs> Kathy, the reason you circle. I know in case spider, it gets bigger. In case it goes past it, the yeah. circle, you go because you're going to die. Did somebody circle the one on your ass? No, nobody <laughs> circled the one on my ass, I Kathy. I think they should. I think yeah. we should do it right no, now. No, I should actually just get on my back and just like in front of a mirror. Like What was sh- that, Bunny? I said you should do it, Kathy. Kathy, thank you for offering. But look, <laughs> Fat Life stuff. Oh, man. A great topic today. <laughs> What's the topic, Kathy? Oh, my God. Oh, you didn't do the intro to it either. No. Uh, for your peace of mind, please note that the author reports we talk about specifically the So let's go. Okay. <laughs> This is called Consent is Mandatory! Exclamation point by Anthea 18, who wrote, People forget critical components in the great debate about consent. They forget the importance of ethics. Just because something might be consensual, that doesn't automatically make the action ethical. It is vitally important that any negotiation takes place from a point in which both the dominant and the submissive feel that they are equal and under no pressure to agree to things during the negotiation. A dominance position must not create a power imbalance that unduly pressures a submissive to agree to things. This is coercion, and it invalidates any perceived or informed consent. People need to be more aware of the importance of ethics when negotiating and communicating in the kink community. Just because we consent doesn't make it ethical. Uh, very good, very good, very good. Uh, very good. Uh, very good. Very good, very, very good. But However, is, is, however. Arming, is hurting someone with a stick ethical? <laughs> doesn't sound ethical like we're I think in general I, I here's what was 
I liked a lot of Ann Ann just like literally just got <laughs> up. To the mic. She's like, I have something to say. Yes, Ann Ann. It's for science. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Sit back down, Ann Ann. She literally does not stop giggling the entire show. It's gonna get worse. It's only gonna I, get I, worse. I also am been poking her with the surprise. Stop <laughs> poking Spray her with, with that penis dildo. Surprise! surprise. Put it in my titties. <laughs> okay, so there's there's some things now. Once again, you only get so much in a post. You know, it's three paragraphs. You only you get some thoughts. The general thoughts that um, that went with this are absolutely correct. You uh, making your bottom feel that they can't advocate for themselves, um, or that you're trying to pressure them into certain types of play or guilting or whatever that thing. Absolutely agree that that is surely douchey. I have some conflicts with the word coercion. Um, because coercion is a different word. Coercion defined as the practice of persuading someone to do something by using force or threats. Mm. So, um, so a lot of times, you know, because that's what I used to. That was the first one. She said it's coercion. I said, yeah, that's coercion. And I said, wait a minute, what is coercion? Let's go look up what coercion is because I think there's a, a very big difference between coercion and being a douche. Um, and I wrote down some examples, and I think I'm <laughs> think I'm gonna actually try to read them. I can't uh, I can't see them. Like if somebody says, um, "Play with me, or I will out you," that is a threat. That is an actual threat. That would be considered coercion. Mm. But if somebody says, "Let me do anal, um, or I'm gonna break up with you." That is actually douchey negotiation. It's not ethical, but it's not coercion because there's not a threat. Why is that? That's a threat. The, the, you're, no, the, you're, you're, the emotional harm caused by the breakup. Well, I mean, you can now say that every goddamn thing that offends somebody or causes emotional harm is now coercion. Coercion no, is making no, a threat. No. You're actually now negotiating well, with some, you're You have the right to set your boundaries. If I don't want to play with somebody that's not into rope, then I can say... It it all depends on your presentation, doesn't it? Well, sure, yeah. This is where it becomes a, a, a coercion or just douchiness. If I let you know that, hey, you know what, I I do anal, that's my thing. I, I do anal, um, and if uh, I can't do that, then I don't really want to play with you. That's not coercion. That's not coercion. But that's if I threaten you, if I say I'm going to kick the shit out of you, or I'm going to out you, or I'm going to do those things... Those things are actually coercion. Right, okay. And so I want to make sure to not overgeneralize the word coercion um, and say there's things that are, there are ethical ways to do this, but it's not necessarily, you're not a rapist. You may be a dick. Like, I wouldn't play with somebody who is, who is so rigid that if they only couldn't have one play, then they were going to... Or when you manipulate someone and say, oh, all my other bottoms really like heavy play. Yeah, that's coercion. That's not coercion. That's, that's, that's manipulation. There's no threat there. You're not telling somebody, if you don't do this, I will harm you or fuck up your life. Okay. That's that's my thought. Right. What do you guys right, think about both that? Both are unethical. Both are unethical. Yeah. I'm not saying that. So we're that. talking about but ethic, yeah, ethics. Yeah, but but one's not a rapist. You know, uh, there can. Well, this is why the word ethical uh, it's it's rather vague because it happens in your head. You're the only person who knows if you're behaving ethically, right? Because you can say you can be pretty damn convincing, and all the while the reasons you're doing it are completely unethical. Sure. All right, so you've got, and this is why in the community we're always kind of wary of people who come into the scene and always are going after the noobs. Right. There's nothing actually wrong with that, but it makes us, it, it makes us question where is that person coming from that they're always going after the new people because generally speaking, new people don't really understand those very subtle tactics that they will use. They're not aware that how much power they have as bottoms or submissives, male or female, they're not aware of the, the uh, standards that most of the community will hold themselves to. And so they're, they're, they can be the victims of these types of predators. And this, I, the reason I like this post was because yeah, she may be discussing specifically about coercion during a power imbalance. Sure. And you've talked about this in the past where you, past where you say, uh, we're, right now when we're negotiating, when we're talking, we're... 
I did have another point about that that too. Go ahead. Um, and that other point is is that wouldn't be an absolute for me either. Even though I completely subscribe to the idea of equality in many scenarios when I negotiate with my partners and I and I hopefully I'm looking for approval. I hopefully let my partners know that I respect their boundaries when they have actual limits um, and that I'm not going to I mean, even if I'm butthurt about it, I'm ultimately not going to hate them or judge them. And I'm happy that they do self-advocate. Good. I got yes, not. Thank God. Okay. (laughs) But that being said, I do not agree with that. You must eliminate the power exchange in certain. I can understand not being domineering in a negotiation, but a lot of negotiation, a lot of people come into that negotiation for certain types of play, especially when it's like new or uh, I'm not going to give examples, but uh, there is still a power exchange in that negotiation. And the reason it is okay to leave that power balance, that, that, that nego- that power exchange is because I am being trusted as the dominant to have the submissive's best interest. I am, I, there is an expectation if I am a, do- I mean, you shouldn't play with me if I'm not this dominant, that I, I can keep that power exchange with you. You can still be my submissive in that negotiation. That can be a very sexy, hot part of negotiation when I put them on the ground or I'm humiliating them or they like objectification and we're still negotiating. I'm still finding out their limits, but we are still in that power exchange and there is a trust that happens there that they trust that I don't need, I'm so not in control of myself that I have to make, okay, I'm not going to be dominant for this conversation because I can't control myself and I'm going to end up pressuring you unethically. But, but don't... You, oh, so go ahead. No, no, you uh, go well, for it, man. I'm, but don't you think it would be more ethical to have a level playing field? It sounds like... It depends like, on the negotiation. And obviously... It, I don't want, ethics will not be the same as mine. Sure. And mine will not be the same as yours. So ethics technically would be in the eye of the beholder. But I exactly. would assume that the more commonly uh, acceptable ethical thing to do would to be titles and um, all that stuff are thrown out. I present myself as this person. This is what I'm bringing to the table. What do you bring to this level table for us to negotiate and put pieces together to build this scene. Yeah, I'm kind of with a creepy on this because you know that you are an ethical motherfucker. You are a, what do you call it? Um, ethical predator. Uh, no, you call yourself sharks, don't you? Oh, sharks. You, yeah, you and yeah. your shark, yeah. So and that's, and I know you, and people who know you well enough can make up their own mind. But you have to understand that possibly something that you don't uh, take into account is that from a bottom's point of view, from a submissive's point of view, negotiating with the power exchange in play can mess with your head. It can, but once again, we're going case by case. I don't want to generalize, and I don't want to make absolutes. I want, because I said it five minutes ago, I am very much into there are certain times where my daddy-girl dynamic is gone with, with my partners, and we talk just as adult to adult. There are many situations where I find that to be very important for us to just talk as adults. Right. So, But it's not an absolute, and I don't want to give the impression that every negotiation, that you can't be dominant and you can't be submissive in a negotiation. Well, I'm generally as, thinking of uh, first negotiations. If you're in a relationship with someone, you're six months, a year... I would assume that at that point you have a fairly good idea of what kind of person they are. And frankly, if after that much time you still are not standing up for yourself or advocating for yourself, you had a problem long before this happened. Sure. So, um, yeah, this this is a, a very uh, broad topic we're discussing here. And, and it's it's difficult because, as Creepy said, ethics really is in the eye of the beholder. And I mean, there are some pretty cut and dry things. If you it, uh, see, yeah, that's where sure. coercion and, co- and consent. I think there are pretty thick lines, right? You know, but it, she did bring up that in a in a power imbalance, and w- we all live all the time in power imbalance. Absolutely, and we agree to them. My boss uh, is has a lot more power at work than I do, and that is a power balance we agree with. And she had brought up other because uh, I obviously didn't read the entire post. 
Um, and she was, I, in my, from the way I read it, she was going in a direction, um, Anthea 18, in which she was talking about all power imbalances right. um, are something to be, you know, you, you cannot negotiate from a place of high, uh, high power versus low power and consider it ethical. I don't know that I agree with that. I don't think yeah, I don't that all that. power imbalances, if you're negotiating with such an extreme, are somehow negative. Uh, and, yeah, and, 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 and I don't think that's what. Once again, three paragraphs. Exactly. You know, I get so it. She, so I mean, if, if she was sitting here right now, I'm sure we would all be like, "Yes, there's variables and dynamics," yeah. and that's kind of what I wanted to bring up is that there's no absolutes in these conversations, but there are what we can all pretty much here agree on is if you are pressuring. Um, somebody that you are pr- playing with or want to play with or you are uh, unethically manipulating them uh, or using your authority or your community standard or social pressure or peer pressure, those types of things are considered by us as unethical. Yeah, and which is why I think uh, new people in particular are more susceptible because they don't know that when someone says, which to them might sound rather innocuous, like, uh, you know, you're not going to get very far in this community if you don't do rope and allow mm. me to do some breath play because that's what a lot of people want. And the the new person has no idea that this guy is a total douchebag. Yeah, see, that's douchey, but that's not coercion. That's manipulation. Yes, manipulation. Because uh, yeah, there's no, there's I, no if threat. If you get into... Uh, well, there's a subtle threat. What's the threat? The threat is... It's you're an not, implied threat. Uh, yeah, yeah but, imp- but that's their experience outside. It's not a personal threat. I'm not saying I'm going to ruin you in this lifestyle, you are suggesting to somebody it's, you are so making a about suggestion. Direct threat versus an indirect threat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but the threat isn't coming from the individual. Where coercion is defined is coming from an individual. Where they are making the threat, they are going to do the thing. They are. They're not just saying, "Hey, if you don't eat your," I mean, because is it coercion when your mom says, "If you don't eat all your vegetables, your teeth are going to fall out"? Yes. No, it's not a threat. It's you know. <laughs> It's not coercion. It's just it's just moms <laughs> manipulating the kids to eat more vegetables because <laughs> yeah. they think it's good. So I mean, because you could take this to the wall. Yeah, because I have, uh, and you my... could make everything coercion. And I just don't want to abuse that word because I think it's a great word, and it and it says what it is. There is a physical or mental threat that direct. is that direct threat that is happening. Well, I, I, this will probably drag it on for another hour, but um, I'm thinking about like a, an ethical predator where it's generally accepted by us. Like these people in this room uh, could watch you be an ethical predator and accept it, but someone who may be new or doesn't know you very well may assume that that is ethically wrong. Sure, and that could be considered coercion by someone. So I'm, I'm that I'm could be considered coercion by someone from the outside viewing. Anything could be viewed by anything sure. by anybody who is not in the situation. We see that all that's the just, time. That's what people just assume what they yeah, want. And that's what I hate about ethics. Yeah. So good topic. Good. Holy but, shit! Yes. Good stuff. That's right. All right, stuff. let's get into some. <laughs> Oh, man. Go for it, man. Do it. All right. I just want everyone to just calm down because, you know, I'm looking forward to Tiger's time. And I just want to get it through this segment as fast as we can. I don't know what I was thinking. You, we could do I the don't, other w- one. No. Let's, okay. just, let's, just, let's right. just do it. Boogie is fucking mental. Boogie is fucking mental. Oh my god (laughs) You know this is all because he's had A lot more free time because he finished that Fucking awesome music video and now he's got Too much fucking time Exactly. No this is called I had nothing I had no creative juice I sat in FL Studio 12 and just I'm like I don't know what I'm going to do and I'm mental and I was having What was that metallic voice? Welcome to the shrink tank? Put him in the shrink tank (laughs) So kids the name of this topic Is called shrink tank and uh, what? What? Shouldn't they start? Oh well, they're no, no, oh. uh, they, no. They're making out. This is happening. Well, I mean, like, shouldn't they start getting ready? No, for no, 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 no. That's after this. Yeah. 
Excuse me. That's after this. Excuse He's, me. But they Creepy is getting very anxious. Yeah. I'm not. No. Oh, creepy. No, we're going to talk about my vulnerabilities. Sure we have plenty of time. And, and uh, my fears. My fears Go for it, Boogie. You know, vulnerabilities. I am a cock blocker. I just want to let I you know. I actually am very surprised that you wanted to discuss your therapy. I do. Um, uh, I don't. I do. I don't. I, Make well, up I your don't fucking be... mind, you psycho. I'm here. He's mental. <laughs> <laughs> I like to laugh at the I end. I know. Because literally, that's my head. That's just my head. I had no creativity going. I just said, I'm just going to be what I'm thinking. Um, this is called Shrink Tank. And Shrink Tank, as most of you in perverted podcast land know, um, I started going to therapy because I'm having some significant um, uh, core belief issues, uh, which uh, we've talked about a little bit. And we deal with a lot of this on the show. A lot of the things that we go through our job as hosts is to really kind of throw it out there is to kind of put ourselves out there to show ourselves as real people with real fucked up feelings and insecurities, uh, just like everybody else, but they won't talk about them. So I've committed for a very long time that the only way that I can really be of any benefit to uh, my audience is to be as real as I can. And yeah, there's maybe a couple things that I'm just not going to talk about. But most things that I'm going through, what the fuck do I have to lose? I've built enough love and confidence in myself that even if people judge and hate me for half of the shit that I say on this show, okay, that's fine. But if it helps people maybe take a look at some of their shit, then uh, and I'm going to therapy, so why would I pass up on that opportunity? So... So I'm going to talk maybe once a month about some of the shit that we're going and see if we can make kind of a discussion about the, that topic. And in uh, CBT, which is my uh, required <laughs> therapy, <laughs> cock and ball torture, uh, or cognitive behavioral therapy, whatever it means, I don't know, <laughs> which is great. I like having therapy like where there's a whiteboard. Like my my shrink therapist, whatever you fucking call her, like she gets up on the whiteboard and shit like it's a fucking football game. <laughs> She's okay. You got some repressed memories about your guilt and shame over here, and then we're gonna come down here. We're gonna kick the shit out of this, and yeah, it's it's literally it's awesome. awesome. It's like great. Okay, you feel like a failure. I understand. We're gonna put that over here, and then you're gonna connect that over there, and this behavior is manifesting itself. Pussy, get with it. I, I got to admit, I like the honest, aggressive. She's, you got to let her listen I, to this segment. I told her, she's all, that's how you make me sound? I go, you should see how I make Miss D sound. Aww, she's, like, so Who, she's like, who's Miss D? I go, we call her gravel tits. It's okay. So my th- in three sessions, my therapist already has a pretty good bead that yeah. she's not dealing with the average shy Poor girl. Uh, person. So um, so one of the main things that you get to in in cognitive behavioral therapy is you start with your core beliefs you have because your core beliefs maybe aren't as valid as you think they are you blow those core beliefs up because it's a core belief and then you hold on to that core belief and sometimes you don't even realize that that's what your core belief is and then it manifests itself into all these other self-harming or negative behaviors so i i wrote down a few of the ones that we came up with and they're not really flattering and because uh, sometimes they can go two ways. Sometimes your core beliefs about yourself can be really negative, but sometimes they're positive, but they're over optimistic. And then all of a sudden you realize that that's not really how it goes. And then depression and anxiety and depression is worrying about things from the past. Usually anxiety is being hung up on the future. So as you try to stay more in the present, you have to look at these core beliefs and see what is. And some of the core beliefs that uh, that affect me negatively, which cause me a lot of anxiety, as embarrassing as it is, are things like my health is only going to get worse because I'm going through a lot of health shit and I'm in chronic pain and this has been going on for 10 months and, and I can't sleep and spiders are eating my ass and oh I got, I'm got i waiting for MRIs and, <laughs> you know, so... Um, spiders so are eating your ass. Fucking ass-eating spiders fucking tossing my salad. <laughs> I swear to God, how fucking awkward is that? So when spiders bite my ass and I have this pain and that and I'm 50, I'm going to be 50, you know, you start to... 
you get anxiety over the fact that then well, how does that affect that core belief? How does that affect? Well, I'm a janitor. I'm not going to be able to do this for long because it's a very physical job. So you start to worry about the job and then, oh, I got to get another job. But then I don't have any fucking education. I have fifth grade education. So then that leads to the next thing. So it really comes down to if you can adjust that core belief away from being an absolute and saying, yes, my health is likely not going to get great, but right now I'm still 35 pounds overweight. There are things I can do to relieve some of the pain. If I start creating that as my core belief, then I will have less anxiousness about the clock that's ticking that my arm's just going to fall off mm-hmm. and then I'm not going to be able to mop floors. Another one uh, that I have is if I get a regular job, it ends my uh, pursuing my dream. I've lived off the grid and I have been um, in vans. I mean, I spent 10, 12 years of my life living outside in vehicles because I have this obsessive belief that if I get a normal job, then um, then somehow that's me throwing my dream away and I'm not going to be available for whatever opportunity that hasn't shown up in 40 fucking years. Um, so that obviously manifests itself. Um and then, of course, the one of the ones that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, all of my antagonists were right about me being a failure. So, um, obviously, thank you. I get a chime for that, too. <laughs> that, that is correct. That, that is on. correct. You are you a are failure. <laughs> you are a failure. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> and what do I win for that? So, Sadness. once again, you're now, I'm hearing past voices my core belief is is that they were right. I'm 50 years old. I'm going to be 50. I'm a janitor. I love my show. I love a lot of the things about my life, but there are some major opportunities that I had that I would be a multimillionaire right now. Everything would be completely different in my life. I failed myself. I fulfilled the prophecy of all the people who told me I was a piece of shit my whole childhood, which I have been fighting my whole life to prove them wrong that core belief that i need to prove something to these imaginary people these people don't even exist half of them are dead you know Fuck. that if you don't if i don't address that belief right but my question is first of all you're somebody most people will go through their whole lives never having assessed their core beliefs uh, and I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that because uh, unless your your life is so fucked up that you have no choice but to address those core beliefs, you will happily go through thinking, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's a I, god, I, I it's chance, it's whatever. I, I, core beliefs, the only core beliefs I've ever fucking thought about were the ones in fucking that Disney movie. What? what there was core, core beliefs in the Disney movie with the fucking brain. Oh, the emotions. What's that movie? Yeah. Inside Out. Osmosis Jones? Yeah, yeah. Inside Out. I love that, that one. That wasn't Disney. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that, but she, that is the, the girl had core beliefs, and that's all I've ever talked about. I don't know the fucking... I don't know. Exactly. Truth. So my then my I know that you've ad- at least looked at your within to find out what your core beliefs are. So none of this came as a shock to you. It was a surprise when you it. Well, when you start putting them all together and some fucking bitch starts writing them on a whiteboard. Yeah, it changes. And things. then you start realizing what an emo whiner you are. Because it's true. I mean, these things manifest themselves in behaviors. I have a ton of anger, you know, and I have a lot of things that, you know, are valid. I constantly validated how shitty human beings are every time I have to clean up their piss, shit, and come after these renters. Right. So, you know, there's there's certain things where, but it's not, it, it can't be a core belief because it's not completely based on fact. And that's where I have to start looking at that core. Right. Now you, then, you, can't, change, you say you're changing the value of that that core belief. Yeah. Well, you're also changing. I mean, if you're going to try to be a rational thinker, and my hope is, and I've always tried to seek the truth, as painful as it is, and part of the truth that you seek has to be: is this true? Mm-hmm. Is this core belief actually true? Am I a complete failure? Am I, you know, all of these things? What is success? Maybe you have to then go back another step and actually redefine. Yeah. Well, what is success? Is success having, you know, lots yeah. of money? Okay, you're right. I'm not a good success. Yeah, I was going to say, like, but the, it, the success, again, is, like, I consider you a success. I sure. consider a Kathy a success. Like, I, I, 
Sorry, Kathy. I didn't I, I know. What were you thinking? But like, I, I don't, I don't see your high level of success. I see, dude's got his, he's got his act together as far as getting chicks. He's got his ability to be brutally honest to people, which is something I fucking fight with sometimes. And uh, he just, it, it, his success measured by me is great, and that comes so, down to value. That's where sure, the value. That's what I was like, asking. I don't value. Um, I'm sorry. Gonna no, be, so, do it. I don't value this show. You fucking cunt. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. No, oh, I, I don't. I, like you, uh, I never valued you. Get over that. No, I don't. <laughs> I value the show as far as it's like a, a nice thing. It's like, hey, you know, I'm helping people and Kathy, we're all together and we have a team and that's exciting. But I don't have the same value because when I was three years old, I didn't think about sitting in a small stuffy room um, you know, doing this do for just a, for five, six hundred people. Do you consider it a means to an end? Or is it the just hope was that it, the hope that it was a means to an end after three years, we're pretty much where we are. I don't know. And that's fine. And, and mm. in, in logic, that's fine. It's exciting to do this show. We have to do something with our lives. But I can't say that when I was three years old, my dreams and aspirations weren't like you know, super mega bigger and I'm living in those lofty goals and I compare myself to other people that I failed yeah. against that looked at me and pointed me in the middle of Who shit. Who are dead now. And some of them are not. Some of them are multimillionaires and they said, you know, you're going to fail and and I, I'm i here. So, mm. so in, in So you're only closing, a few, few weeks into this, right? I'm only a few okay. weeks into it. So what I'd like to encourage uh, our listeners to do, I, I obviously, this is to encourage everybody I wish we had more time, but we don't, um, to where we could actually start thinking about our own. And that's kind of the hope of this segment is that I would like to get to a point to where we all can kind of look inside of ourselves and be vulnerable together. Because what's it hurt? What, well, is somebody going to call me a pussy? I fucking, what the fuck do I give up? I, I got two hot lose, chicks though. sitting I right have, there. I have very yeah. much people that I want yeah. to impress in this room, so <laughs> I can't be vulnerable. See, that's being honest, man. And that's a, that's <laughs> that is a, some honest <laughs> shit right there. That's an honest core belief. Yeah. Cool. So, so there's a taste I was kind of hoping we would jump. Thank you. <laughs> but well, I just we can, kept but talking. unfortunately, yeah, no, we have yeah. the lure no, of no, making no. women behind uh, us. Let's, let's, as uh, much as I care about your interference. That is it. So, okay. I don't I don't know that we end with some small clap. Thank you, Boogie, yeah. for being. It's a good segment. I wish we yeah. could talk more I, about I, it. Yeah. I think we should revisit it. Huh? All right. So, let's move in. Let's move in. I don't know. Wait. Alligator is that a segue? Just trying to. The Everybody! Always getting stuck on a log or a rock. Fish biting at them all day. Wow. I just had to break up. Just had the, to lighten the mood. Get everybody laughing and get singing. Get everyone laughing and singing. So here's what's going on right now. Okay, first. First, I got to. Where's uh, Creepy going? Creepy's just helping. He's going to put a mic over there just in case there's some to pick up. Right. So, right now, what Bunny and Mew are doing is they are putting up um, uh, Tiger's legs uh, because we are kinky fuckers. <laughs> this isn't just. Tiger's like, I want to do some kinky stuff with girls. We're not. This isn't going to be all kissy vanilla. She's they're, lying on they're her. Hooked, she's on her she, back. They've hooked her legs into the hard point, and she's up. So, so her legs are spread. They're in the air. Her legs are spread. They're in the air. Check out Mew. Mew's just like, I'm moving Damn. this motherfucking table where I want. Where's that strength come from? <laughs> this is good. So, wait, wait. First, we gotta, let's, let's light a candle. We got so, two uh, mics on her. Okay, here, Kathy. Can you go put that over? No, no, just Are put it down here just so we have a mood. And look, I'm even going to... A uh, candle, really? Uh, and you lowered the lights? Look at the lowered the lights. Uh, and now we're just going to kind of... Now we just got that bright neon start, light So over. now we're all going to whisper. We are? Tiger, yeah. this, is the la- this is the last time I'm going to address you. Enjoy yourself. You're a good person, and you deserve these two amazing women to give you some love and touch. Mew has no. Mew just literally just has that saran wrap on her. Green saran. Give her a kiss first. (laughs) (laughs) Mew's just like I'm ready to just go in. And where did she put that saran wrap? She put it over her vagina for a little bit of a berry protection because they all haven't. And now they're lying on top of each other. And now it's just a little bit of sweet. I just you know. I like how Joe's there just with the microphone, just like, this is so awesome. Give some kisses, and now they're just, we're just going to whisper. And then just, 
We, we have to narrate I this. Know, I know. <laughs> just, just, just give it. They're gonna. Oh damn! Mew's putting her hair up. She's all stand back. And so now Mew has now placed. Oh, and has now placed her mouth upon the vagina. There is some licking, bunny. Why is Tiger covering her mouth? I don't know. This is amazing. <laughs> this is so pretty. Bunny is just giving. Oh, oh, Bunny's kissing. Oh, her. that is That's really so nice. Sweet, sweet little kisses. Lips on the vag and the lips. That's just really nice. You know that can't be a bad day. That can't be a bad just day. Just with her legs up in the air. That's so sexy. Oh, I th- nice little make out t- session. I going totally on. don't want to narrate. <laughs> I realize that we you got have a bunch. To. We, we got a bunch of people listening. <laughs> <laughs> can't you guys just use your imagination? This is hot. You suck. I just love that I'm. I got a great view of all the butts. Did like, Tiger just grab Mew's hair? I probably. Damn. Do you want me to narrate so you can enjoy Boogie? Yeah, go no, for it, man. No, creepy. Do it. Absolutely. Do my sexy porn. Absolutely voice. not. He has a sexy porn voice. Let him use it. Don't look at me. <laughs> you enjoy the show. I'm gonna no, no. narrate the breast kissing by Bunny, <laughs> who has moved from the breast to the neck. Mew's doing an excellent job of eating that pussy. This is not a sports announcement. Stop it. <laughs> Let him go on. It's good. I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> go for it. Everybody's putting her hair up. Everybody's putting their hair up. That's, it's go time. That's, very that's good. what most this people don't it. realize about eating pussy so and making out. you got to get face. the hair out of the fucking way. It's, look it's at Tiger's face. Beard too. Tiger's <laughs> just being watched by people. She does love being watched. She's a naughty little girl. And she knows that it's turning everybody in the room on. She has her man staring at her. Oh, that's so awesome. He's got a bull. He's got an alley view straight down the vagizen. The vagizen. The reverse vagizen. The reverse reverse vagizen. That's it. I like Um, how every time Tiger's like getting really into it, she grabs her and pulls her down. That is amazing. More kissing. So sweet. Mew knows exactly what the fuck she's doing. (laughs) That is so nice. I guess she's really getting to it. Her her head is turned slightly to the side. <laughs> this is so good. Just let, look at the look on her face because it's nice to see that tension. Like sometimes she realizes she's in a room and then sometimes she realizes that she a gorgeous woman has her mouth on her. It's true. That's really, really nice. Bunny's going for the neck. Tiger's That's going it. for Bunny's breasts. Making a... That's nice. I like how she just keeps pulling Mew's hair. Oh, she's going for the boobies. They're nice. Oh, and Bunny does like her boobies licked. Oh, she does? Yeah, she does. It gets her all tingly. (laughs) So good. Oh, we're giving away secrets. (laughs) That's okay. Hopefully a tiger heard that her breasts are on the sensitive side. That's it. Mew, of course, still going. Mew has... I'm sure she's got... A nice when when Mew puts her mouth on a woman, you can just tell that she wants to be there. It's it's like she just it's an enjoyment. That I mean, she thought about this, you know, all week, and just she just wanted Tiger to feel good, and she's like, I can make her feel good. Yeah, I can see that about Mew. Make her feel real pretty. She generally does not giver. do some things she doesn't want to do. No, no, no. she does not. Uh, sometimes she'll do things that she's told to do, but, yeah, but no, in general, this time, this time, no, this is this is good. Very much desired. This is so pretty. Oh, look, her legs are starting to push. Her toes her, are slightly uh, curled. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, Tiger, we're watching every inch of your body right now. Mm. Every dirty inch of you. That's right. She's a total exhibitionist. Is being watched. It's being thought about. We should let her moan in the mic a little bit more. <laughs> No, it's okay. She can do. There is no agenda here other than no. feeling good. There is none. That is so lovely. You're pretty. This whole scene is pretty. I like how Mew's basically humping the table because she's getting turned <laughs> on. It's true. That's fucking awesome. If only someone ah, was there to explain so that. good. I can't compete with women. No, <laughs> it's just we can't. You it's, just can't. It's you terrible just, when we're back there. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't say terrible. Well, I'm speaking for myself. Hey, hey, Unger, Unger, 
Are you telling them what's going on? <laughs> yeah, he's nodding. I, Are you I giving him a play by play? Hungry's giving him a play by play in the chat room. Sticks is feverishly thumb fucking his Just, phone. Do you think Tiger, Tiger knows that? that some, even the that, chat room is The whole listening? chat room. Yeah, there's probably like 30 people right now involved in Tiger's. She just First bite girl Bunny's experience. hand oh, when he yeah. says <laughs> And sucking on some fingers. So good. Oh, my God. Just Actually, by next week, it'll be more than 30. Oh, oh yeah. That's right. Because that nice. we're also posting it in the... Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. In oh, Discord, so, oh, so it yeah. stays. Damn. Oh, my God. So, like, all sorts of hundreds people are just... Hundreds of people. Yep. Hundreds of people are... Well, hundreds of people are going to hear this show. <laughs> yep. And just think thousands. how many people are just going to have that thought of this sexy woman just being violated and molested. By these other two gorgeous women, and how many people, Tiger, do you think are just going to be fucking touching themselves, thinking about you? I know I will be. So many people, literally hundreds of the. She keeps raising her head to see what Mew is doing too, which is very nice. She knows that she's getting eaten out by a woman. Yeah, that's girl time going on. Beautiful kisses Uh, going on. They're hungry for each other. You can tell. That is nice. Creepy. There's a time, Kathy, where it's just like, you know what? This is our show. <laughs> this is the show. This is our show. This is it. I put this a lot. Good. Oh my God! Look at she's pushing her legs. Oh yeah. Toes are extended. Yeah, she's loving. She's it. a dirty girl. Do you think it's possible to come through that saran wrap? I think so. Oh yeah. I would. Oh yeah, she can. Muse mouth. I'm sure she's got a lot to. Uh, there she goes. Wait. A lot of neck nibbling going on. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's real good. She's definitely getting excited. Mew has a tight grip around her thighs. That's great when you pull that fucking pussy right to your mouth. Yeah, loose lips sink ships. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I will kill you. Where is he going with this? <laughs> sorry. No, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Yeah, <laughs> bitter. Everything is... <laughs> Bunny, really? That is very good. Everyone's getting super turned on, that's for sure. Tiger, would you like another minute? Yes, she would. Look oh. at that. That was her most aggressive answer in all the months yeah, that Mew she's come to Mew came up for air just then. <laughs> and she went right back down, <laughs> little slut. I like how the lights are out. We got candles lit. This is... I was wondering what that candle My first time sure wasn't like this. No. Oh, neither was mine. Ann Ann is just cheek to cheek grinning. The entire time. Pretty sure she was touching herself. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she was too. And, and really, shame That's on you, That's a good girl. girl. No, no, everyone's, everyone's a part of this, so. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what she say? What? <laughs> Tiger had asked for a kiss uh, from Mew. Mew replied there was a lot of slobber. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's very, very... Don't put the paper yes, towels on the Yes, let's not start candle. any sort of actual fires. That's funny. Oh, now they're Aww. making out. That's so sweet. Oh, yeah. That is very, very lovely. Somebody so I think job. what we're going to do now is uh, we're just going to end our show. Uh-huh. And very quietly. Uh, very quietly. And uh, I'm not going to say what I normally say in this right, I don't want to say it. They're still here. making out. They're I'll still do it, Kathy. Just kind of... They're making out. That was wonderful. That Yay! was wonderful. They're kissing and giggling now. That is it. Yay! I can't do this. That is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record it. You know what? If you're going to be in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, especially Unger and everybody in the chat room. Oh, yeah. To Creepy for once again sitting in the hot seat. Sticks and Ann Ann. To Average Joe. And finally to these three lovely ladies and especially Tiger who was so kind enough to allow us to witness this. Thank you, ladies. I got nothing. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. Or you know what? Better yet, call us at 424-226-2037. And don't forget to visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, next week's show, 148. Here's some song. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to be putting songs for much longer because I'm almost out. <laughs> and uh, that was hot. Yeah, yeah, it was completely it was awesome. Totally and uh, everyone, please be sure to send us emails uh, letting us know how you enjoyed uh, Tiger's Girl Divergenization. And because uh, we should have fucking enjoyed it. And uh, if you didn't, then fuck off. We yeah. don't really care. <laughs> it's not like we're getting paid for this shit. We guys will see you next week. We love you very much. <laughs> and we're sticking with you. Patreon.com. I listen for footsteps inside my bathroom stall. My eagerness swells up. Sickness is my pride. My secret is well kept.